0: Welcome to Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life, where we invest in what matters, God and people. I'm Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com, where you can learn to know and show the heart of God, and that's what counts. Thank you for joining me. Good morning. Today is 100 Things I Learned from My First 100 Podcasts. Today I'm celebrating. About two years ago, people told me to start a podcast. I wasn't sure what a podcast was. I listened to great sermons online. I heard seminars and webinars. I took lots of notes. But I wasn't what you would call a podcast junkie. In spite of my ignorance, today is my 99th episode of my podcast, Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life. I want to share with you what I learned from 100 Podcasts. Don't worry, I won't be able to share all 100 things that I learned in this podcast. I like shorter podcasts, and maybe you do too. So I'll share a few of the 100 things I learned on air with you today, and you can read the rest so that you don't miss out on what God showed me through two years of podcasting. Most of all, I learned that if God wants you to do something new, I didn't know what a podcast was, remember, before I began podcasting, and something hard, Technology and I don't see eye to eye. God will provide. 100 episodes proves that great lesson. To make my list of 100 things I learned was a great joy as I reviewed what some great people said on Make It Count. And if you've just joined me recently, you may want to go back and hear more of what they said. Lesson one is from episode one Make It Count, All About Time. Start today to make your life count. It's the wise way to live. Let me tell you why I started this podcast about living a legacy life, which you might think if you have followed my writing. I've been blogging since 2007 and speaking over 20 years, and I talk a lot about spiritual growth, and I talk a lot about hospitality. So what's this new thing about Make account living a legacy life? <clears throat> this is how it started. A couple of years ago, I heard a friend say that his mother was going downhill physically and mentally. And I asked him, how old is your mom? And he answered, 87. Well, at the time, I was 66. But in just a few months past that time, five to be exact, I would be 67. And it hit me. I may only have 20 years left of cognitive viability where I might even be able to know what cognitive viability was or could even spell it. 20 years. That didn't seem too long. Now, if you are 25 years old, 20 years seems like a long time. But when you're way past 50 and way past 60, 20 years seems like it's going to fly by. And it does. I wanted to make the next 20 years count. Now, to be sure, I didn't think I was wasting my life up until that point, but when you're on this late side of age 50 or 60, you begin thinking more in terms of when, not if, you're going to leave this earth. And although that could happen any day, just walking across the street, much less a worldwide pandemic, now this is not depressing to me, I know I'm going to heaven, but I was struck with the meaning of my sister Lori's favorite verse. Psalm ninety twelve 12, in the New Living, it reads this way, teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. You see how that's kind of addressing God. It's a prayer. Teach us, teach us, Lord, to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. I think a silver lining of a pandemic is that it helps us to realize the brevity of life, don't you? The uh, English Standard Version puts it this way, so teach us to number our days, that we may get a heart of wisdom. Make it count has to do with numbering our days. You don't need to panic, you just start today. So my first lesson was for myself, and you can hear more about it in episode one, Make It Count, all about time. Pay attention to how you live, and when you do, you are living wisely. Lesson two was, I'll share, I mean, there's every single one is fun, but I'll just share a few. Lesson two was from episode 20 with Gretchen Fleming, A Legacy of a Surrendered Life. I always love my conversations with Gretchen. She has that soft drawl from the South and quiet assurance that God's word can be trusted and needs to be obeyed. I really think she's a prophet. She said this, every day I pray, Lord, I, I want what you want. Think about that. Can we pray that every day? I I want what you want. And to pray that is the measure of a committed life. Jesus is the treasure of a lifetime and worth my total surrender. Don't you love that? Lesson three, episode 24, A Legacy of Connection and Ignoring the Naysayers in Your Head with Lisa Lewis. Lisa is a life coach and a fellow podcaster, and I knew I'd get some good wisdom from her. Lisa reminded us of three things. One, God is in control. Two, God sees me. And three, I'm here for a purpose. Don't you love that? Lesson four, episode 30, A Legacy of Living Beyond Ourselves with Lorraine Maxudian. Now here in San Luis Obispo, Lorraine is a legend and she's everyone's mentor. I've never wasted time while spending time with her. She said this, no experience of a believer is ever wasted that should be a comfort to us i hope it is for you jesus called us to live life beyond ourselves in matthew 6:19 and 20 do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal and jesus gives us two good reasons heavenly treasures last No rats or thieves in heaven. And they help us focus our hearts for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also, verse 21. Those verses could also be theme verses for this whole podcast. I want my heart focused on what God treasures. Whenever I spend time with my friend Lorraine, I get a boost in that direction, and I'm grateful. One more tip from Lorraine, and I've heard her say this more than once. Just recently, she came over for coffee, actually with Lisa Lewis. So together, she said this, hand off your to-do list every day to the Lord and let him direct how your day is actually supposed to go. Isn't that great? Such freedom when we do that. Lesson number five I'll share with you is from episode 40, three girls out to change the world, a legacy of kindness with the Ruth experience. These are three friends, whose lives are intertwined as writers, speakers, wives, and moms, and I would say world changers. They are the authors of five books, including their most recent, The One Year Daily Acts of Kindness, Devotional, and 100 Days of Kindness. Now, why a legacy of kindness? I asked them that, you knew I would. And it began with all three of them as moms talking about the length of their kids' Christmas wish lists. (laughs) I love that, because we have long wish lists in our family. How could they pass on a legacy of giving versus a legacy of receiving at the most wonderful time of the year? The Advent Acts of Kindness was launched and the rest is history. They said, when we look for ways to show kindness, we live more intentionally. We put it on the calendar. We follow through with actions instead of only thinking something is a good idea. Hasn't that ever happened in your life where you think, oh, I need to write that letter. I need to make that call. I need to have that person for dinner. And then we forget. So write it down, follow through with actions. And then they said, and the best part, our kids soak it up and become leaders in kindness without our having to tell them to be kind. Isn't that great? Such freedom. Lesson seven is from episode 62. Living Like a Straw, I should have had a straw right then, with Marnie Swedberg of womenspeakers.com. Marnie is so encouraging. I hope you get to hear her. Here are some of her gems. She says she likes to pray for perfection because that's who God is. But how things turn out in the long run is what God deems as perfect. And that's all she really wants, which reminds me of Gretchen's prayer, I want what you want. There's nothing you can do that can separate you from the love of God. That's right out of Romans 8. And this relationship with God is so much more than a to-do list. Don't you just love that? It's not God saying, go through your life and struggle your way through it. No, it's him saying, I want you to live my life. I want to live my life through you. We are like a straw, she said. Whatever our source is, when someone comes into our sphere of influence... They suck on our lives. When What are they getting? Are they getting God or me? Are they getting toxic, sinful me? Or are they getting Jesus? All the time, I just want them to get Jesus, Marnie said. We have this amazing ability not to do it ourselves, but to allow God to do it through us. And that just removes all the stress to perform. Our conversation reminded me of my prayer. Lord, make it so my life makes others homesick for god i got that from oswald chambers lesson eight episode 66 silver lining in suffering resilience with kathy vick runlikeagirl.org kathy vick from runlikeagirl.org says this we all experience suffering trials disappointments in one form or another and i know her because she's my friend as well And she has been through lots of trials the last uh, five years due to um, some health issues. She says, what we do with it and how we respond could be the biggest and best legacy we leave for those we love and serve. Isn't that the truth? People are watching. When facing trials every 24 hours, she said, we have a choice to continue to suffer or ask God, what new thing are you creating from this difficulty? How might I serve best today? And what lesson are you, Lord, sending me? Lesson number nine that I learned from Steve Bergson, who's not only a great guy, he's also my brother-in-law. Episode 84, A Legacy of Wisdom. When asked, when I asked him, what makes a successful person? Steve Bergson barely pauses before saying, Return back to the simplicity of your faith. Boy, do I need to hear that every day. When Jesus was asked what was the greatest commandment, he could have picked any or all of the 600 commands. But all he said was, love God, love your neighbor. Steve Bergson is a successful person. And he would say it's because of his inadequacy that he is successful. I want to repeat that. He is successful and he would say it's because of his inadequacy that he is successful. That's countercultural, isn't it? I need wisdom every day he said. And when I ask God for wisdom he continues to bring people my way who need his love, his encouragement and his wisdom as well. Plus Steve shares a great family famous pancake recipe in the show notes. I've had them many times, I've made them many times. And the secret is to use real buttermilk. Lesson ten. Let's see, was that? Or am I on ten? I'm I'm sharing ten with you. Yep, ten out of one hundred. This will be the last one. When you have adult children, you might think it's too late to teach your your kids anything, and you're probably right. I had fun podcasting a solo podcast in episode eighty five. And I entitled it Before They Leave Home, 10 Life Skills to Teach Your Children Beyond Laundry. I won't list all 10 because that will make this too long, but you need to go back and listen to that one because it's kind of a fun one. But I will give you three, three things what I hoped I taught our children. If not, they have my phone number. One was how to say I'm sorry. Humility is the road to maturity Own your responsibility and say out loud to the one who is hurt, I'm sorry I hurt you. Please forgive me. I was wrong. Even if you were also wronged, take the high road. Keep short accounts with God and with others. Repentance is one of God's greatest gifts. Another thing I think I hope I taught them was how to deal with failure and with success. Failure is hard grieve the loss but ask God to teach you all you need to know from that loss I remember telling my brother Hyatt that I had failed in a particular area and he said almost in a flip manner that's okay you learn a whole lot more from failure than you do from success and isn't that the truth you learn more from failure so make sure you do learn it so you don't have to find yourself back in the same place now success is sweet give your accolades to God It's good practice for later on when we will throw our crowns at his feet. And celebrate each success with a toast to heaven and a toast to those who helped you along the way. Believe me, I had help all along the way for these 100 episodes. Last, what I hope I taught my kids how to know God. You are deeply loved by God, He's there for the seeking, but seeking is a verb. Your spiritual life is your responsibility, but don't think you can do it alone. Find community, a community that will nurture your relationship with him. It's been particularly challenging during the shutdown. Every day, wake up and say, Lord, I love you, but I want to love you more. Help yourself to my life. Show me how to love my neighbor as well. Thank you and amen. You don't need to go to Stanford Business School to be successful. You do need to love God and love others like you love yourself. And if you don't know what to do on a Saturday night, call your mother. The girls wanted me to add a PS, eat protein by 10 a.m. I taught them that life skill and it has served them well. These are 10 lessons from my list of 100 things I learned from 100 podcasts. To get the complete list, go to my link in show notes or in the link in bio on Instagram. Was there a particular lesson you heard just now that you needed to hear today? Probably it was something you already knew, but needed that little jog to your memory. I get it. I forget things all the time, important things. That's why we really are better together. Perhaps the main thing you needed to hear today was this. Is God leading you to do something that seems totally impossible and improbable? Does it feel too hard? Does it involve something uncomfortable like technology? Living a legacy life, one that counts, includes a universal truth. We all have the same amount of time. What we do with time makes all the difference. Instead of becoming anxious or frantic since we only have so much time, Here are three calls to action. We pay attention. We pray for wisdom. We surrender daily. We pay attention. We pray for wisdom. We surrender daily. Pray with me this prayer and maybe write Psalm 90 verse 12 on your ceiling. So it's the first thing you see every morning when you open your eyes. Let's pray. Dear Father, help me recognize the brevity of time. Not so that I get uptight or frantic or depressed. No, the opposite. So that I can join with you, joyfully making each day count for something beyond myself. Thank you and amen. Thanks for joining me today. I can't wait till you get to hear episode 100 with Johnny Erickson Tada. We are celebrating all week long. Have a great day. Until next time, think about your legacy, the one God has called you to live, all for heaven's sake. I would love to speak at your next Christian Women's event. See my keynotes and retreat series as well as the show notes from today's broadcast at WelcomeHeart.com. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome here.